Welcome to the Grace Church Conversations podcast, a weekly resource to help you apply Sunday to Monday. I'm Jared. And I'm Craig. Craig, what's going on? No, 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 no. I haven't introduced you yet. Don't, no, shh, shh. Keep it quiet. Hey, Craig, what's going on? Not much. That's good, man. Well, it's good to see you. We have a guest, don't we? Yeah, I I think he's already previously butt in. Yeah, well, he's just wanted to introduce uh, Rob Tombrell is with us. Just trying to be helpful. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad that you guys uh, are aware that I'm here. Oh, my gosh. That's You made yourself known. How how are things with you, oh, oh, uh, I don't know, Mr. Tombrell? Things are good. I don't know. Are you that cold? So cold you're singing. Well, that's such a broad, a broad <laughs> opening to question. How are things? Things are good. I, I am cold. It is freezing cold. Sound like you, so it was cold. a musical. You were about to break into song. Yeah. It'd be really nice. <laughs> that's how cold I am, Jared. I'm Dude, ready to break out into I know, song. Man. Dude. Spontaneous singing. Now that you're here and yes. uh, I've been waiting for this moment yeah. with all three of us gathered together. I mean, it has been a while. It uh-huh. has been a while. Yeah, been. I mean, when was the last time you were, it was over the summer, right? No, he was here this fall. When yeah, I, in were the you? fall. Yeah, we came to, yeah, we were together wow. in the fall. I it just seems remember. so far away, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've been waiting mm-hmm. and biding my time, and here it is. Mm-hmm. Craig, I already know your answer. Rob, are you excited about the Star Wars movie or oh no? Oh, my. Absolutely, I am. Yeah. J.J. Abrams is in the... Jar Jar Abrams? Is in the director's seat, <laughs> uh, and he is going to do a phenomenal job I'm wrap, excited wrapping too, man. up this, yeah. this story. Now, the reason why I said I already know Craig's answer is because we've already talked about He has advanced tickets already. He's yeah. already... Uh, I do have my He's tickets. already put his... Uh, I don't know why this keeps coming up. Like, he's already put like his Star Wars costume together ago, that he's going to wear to the theater. Three podcasts ago, I said all <laughs> any of those characters could walk in the room, and I, I wouldn't even have a conversation listen to it I'm like I wish I would have clarified do you mean literally a star like a Any character from the movie shows up like absolutely. like Chewbacca walks in the room and you have nothing like, to say I would, absolutely you say not. wow this fictional character has come alive <laughs> and is in the room with me yeah. and I'm still indifferent no I think I, Craig I, needs to get Disney plus oh starting today yeah and stream this stream all those movies so he can relate I'm to totally, and connect with let me I'm let me done. ask you guys a question uh, speaking of now this is an unplanned little segue what do you guys think about all all the different streaming services now. Do you guys use Netflix and stuff? Like there's Netflix, Netflix or Hulu. Yeah. I, I feel like I don't know what to do now because yeah. now there's Disney Plus there and it Apple. looks like they have good stuff. Yeah. Apple's doing that. Did I, you see I'm going to do Disney. I'm going to do uh, Disney Plus probably because I'm going to probably um, cut, cut the cable. Yeah. Yeah. It, so you have cable and you've been wow. doing some streaming. Currently. Dinosaur. Yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> Currently. Yep. Yeah. We do not have cable. No, How about you? Do no you cable. stream anything? Uh, Netflix and yeah. then Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, but I, I'm really struggling with now the football season's going on. So I don't have cable, mm. but I am I'm considering doing something with some live uh, yeah. f- so I can watch uh, football. You watch some stuff on local channels? No, oh. I don't even do that. I don't oh, have really? an antenna thing or any. Nope. Dude, I've got go get one of those high definition yeah. digital antennas. Yeah, it's like 40 yeah. bucks yeah, yeah. and you can watch all the local channels and football and it looks well, really I, great. I, I tried think. this in a previous house. It has to do, uh, I think, like distance and w- yeah. which way you're facing. Yeah, and that's true. That's I true. was facing the wrong way. But maybe I live in a different place now, so I could be facing a, could try. a different direction. Yeah. Mm. Speaking well. of a change of direction. Yeah. 
All Let's right. don't talk about Star right, Wars. Segway. 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 <laughs> Craig's already done with that conversation. No, I, the streaming conversation is good because I've recently was looking at uh, reviews and yeah. thinking about it. So that one. Are I, there I'm, any I'm reviews for the Disney Plus? I'm, I'm very interested in it. It looks like there's some good stuff on there, especially with all the Disney yeah. stuff. And I don't know. I love Disney movies anyways. But yeah. I, are there reviews of it yet? No. no I, I was looking at comparing the other ones. YouTube, oh, okay, TV, gotcha. Hulu. The yeah. various where you could get live stuff. I was looking at those uh, yeah. in, in the comparison sling. Yeah, there's things. so many. And there I'll be so honest, many. the only thing that looked super interesting to me from a new streaming service was it's like the alternate uh, history of that was offered by Apple TV. The Soviets land on the moon first. And oh. so it, it's really interesting looking. But it's an Apple. It's a series. Yeah, on Apple yeah, yeah. It's like an exclusive series. So anyway, well, Craig and I are old enough and you are not to remember, you know, you have your Zenith TV and you Dude. push, you push, yep. you push that. the button in on the Zenith TV. And then you had these two knobs that you turned yeah. to. Get yep. your three channels no and your yeah. You got your so. clicker. I, yeah. I don't think yeah. that I don't think that moon landing was real anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that was just it's it was just it was all here it is, scam. people. Wow. Here no, it no. is. The one thing I will say <laughs> wow. though, I am the most anti and Rob can tell you this, I am the most anti conspiratorial <laughs> person on the that's planet. Right. I don't believe yeah. any conspiracies at all. We, There's yeah. none. That couldn't, I believe. couldn't that be a conspiracy though? Yeah. Well, it could we, be. We I cannot conspiracy Craig, theory that, they that cannot convince me of anything. They're always yeah. trying. Certain oh, people. Know, there are certain people that are elders in this church mm. that are conspiratorial. <laughs> that, so yes. we, I mean, yes, that's all I'm are. saying. <laughs> but but because of that, it does make for some interesting conversations <laughs> when great. someone believes none and someone <laughs> really? believes. I'm not everything. Just so people know out there in the listening world, I'm not. I'm not a flat earther. No, no. I just believe that Lee Harvey Oswald did not act alone. That's it. That's all. As I that's recall, it. you're not the only elder who believes no, that. No, that's no, exactly you're right. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right. Well, that's uh, that's pretty low. That's, that's low. low. That's yeah. low hanging fruit yeah, in the conspiracy yeah. world. Um, yeah, I uh, I'm not a conspiracy theorist myself. It's frustrating to me because there's no way of knowing. It's basically saying, hey, there's no way to know, so let's believe the most extreme, unrealistic thing, right. or maybe the most controversial thing. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, well, Here besides we all that, hey, so Rob, yes. thank you so much for uh, for preaching on Sunday. R- really sure. helpful. Um, totally and uh, yeah, so we're glad that you get to join us uh, yes. for this. So there there is one question that we got uh, mm-hmm. two weeks ago, or no, no, no last week. Last week we were out of town, yeah, so we you didn't guys do were a out podcast. town. You guys were up. You guys were in Orlando, hanging right, out with, a, with Mickey podcast. Mouse, and yep. you know, Elder uh, trip to Disney, and uh, we did not do a podcast. So no. sorry about that. If anyone was put off by that, but here we go. We've got one really good question, and then mm-hmm. um, we'll talk about some other things. So here we go, Rob. Feel free to jump in on this sure. as well. All right, person asked this. I feel overwhelmed and burdened by the spiritual needs of those whom the Lord has placed in my care. My tendency is to give in to sinful anxiety over the spiritual well-being of others. I feel my limitations keenly and it tempts me toward anger and anxiety. As someone who's had a role in the spiritual formation of others for many decades, what truths do you preach to yourself when frustrated by your own limitations in the face of others' massive spiritual needs? That may be the best written question we've ever received. I mean, yeah, it was yeah. very thorough. Well constructed. It was well constructed. 
Uh, I I do take some uh, issue with uh, being involved in many decades Mm -hmm. of uh, contributing to the spiritual formation. After centuries of ministry. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but no, that was a really well-written question. And the thing about it that stood out to me was this, this person is saying, you know, I feel overwhelmed uh, and burdened uh, by the spiritual needs of others whom the Lord has placed in my care. So this is someone who's saying, you know, I, as a Christian, as a parent, uh, perhaps as this is someone who's a leader in our church, um, in some kind of a role, um, in, maybe in their workplace, or I don't know, but they, they feel this responsibility for other people's well-being. And so the first thing I would say about that is, that's fantastic. It's not fantastic that you're angry and anxious about it, obviously, mm. but but it's fantastic that you care enough um, that mm-hmm. you're that you're taking a responsibility. This person says that the Lord is placed in my care. So this would be a really quick answer if you said, "I feel anxious about all the the, the people that I'm not responsible for." But we all have responsibilities, <laughs> and this person's saying, "You know, I feel." Uh, sometimes overwhelmed by that. So I would say, first of all, it just communicates that you love others and I commend you for that. I also would say that this is normal. Mm. I mean, if mm-hmm. you, this is what Paul was saying, you know, Paul, we, we in that sermon, uh, the, the person asked the question about, we looked over at second Corinthians where Paul says, I have this daily anxiety for all mm. of the churches. So he had this burden of feeling the other people's needs. And uh, mm-hmm. so I, I appreciate the person who's saying this. I think it's normal to feel a weight when we're responsible for others. I think it communicates your love and your care for others. So I commend you for that. Um, and I, a couple of thoughts, because I live with this too. I mean, there's seasons where I mentioned this in that sermon where I just live with a level of discouragement in my own life mm-hmm. because I feel like I haven't been able to help someone, I didn't help someone, or I felt like I wanted to help them and they didn't want my help. Any number of things where I just feel can feel like I'm not really contributing to other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Or, and, I'm, and things people I'm investing in aren't doing well, and I it can take a personal uh, you know, responsibility, feel the responsibility sometimes for that when I shouldn't. And uh, I think one key thing is what am I responsible for? That's something I would say just to be really clear about, you know, what is I'm responsible for? What is the Lord responsible for? My responsibility is to point them to Christ. Mm. My responsibility is not to fix anybody. So Jesus saved them. I didn't do anything to contribute to their forgiveness of sins and, you know, new birth. Um, And Jesus will sanctify them. That is help them grow in maturity and make it till the very end. And he will hold them and sustain them till the end. So I have to be confident in that. I, um, I love the, uh, on Jared Wilson, a popular guy on Twitter uh, and an author, I love on his Twitter account, he has this penned tweet where it says something like, uh, it's a conversation with him and somebody. I, I can't remember it exactly, but I think it says something like somebody says, are you the preacher? And he says, yes. And the person says, oh, so you're the one with all the answers. And he said, no, I'm the one that points to that guy. <laughs> and uh, I like nice. that. Nobody has all the answers and all the ability. We simply do what he says there. We point people to the one who does. So you're, yeah. you know, you're the one who helps people change their lives. No, I point people to the one who does that. Mm, I love that's that. That's good. Um, so I would say that you just have to realize that you ultimately aren't going to be able to change someone. And um, and also not to bear the burden yourself. If this is like in a small group context, other people in the small group pitch in and help and care for it. Yeah. it can't just be on someone's shoulders. Or if you're a parent, maybe you have an 
older teen Mm -hmm. or even an adult child. You know what? The Lord is sovereign. He can bring all kinds of people into their life um, that can help them. He can bring people when they get low and you're not there. So if if kids are in your home, maybe it's a bit easier. But if they're not, sometimes like I feel like it's all out of my hands. Well, it was actually always out of your hands. It was in the Lord's hands. And uh, and he can bring people to help them or the person that you've invested in that left the church and they're not going anywhere now. Well, you know what? The Lord can get them in another church and the, and, and mm-hmm. they can find help there. I can say this for as pastors, we'd say this, they can likely find better help than we're able to mm. give. So, you know, that's just the reality. Um, and then I try to remind myself of God's faithfulness. The person said, what do you preach to yourself? Well, a lot of times I listen to myself and I worry and I'm anxious, but if I'm at a clear place in my mind, preaching to myself, then I remind myself of like Philippians 1, 6, you know, where Paul says, he who began a good work in you, uh, will bring it to completion. And so there's this promise to the Philippians that Paul says, God started it, God's going to finish mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Paul's glad to write them. Paul's glad to teach them. Paul's glad to have leaders in that church to care for them. God's uh, Paul's glad to encourage and facilitate mutual care among people in the church. But you know what? Um, it's the Lord who will complete mm-hmm. uh, the work. And uh, just the very last thing I would say on this is sometimes when I grow discouraged about uh, people I love, people I've invested in, people I'm trying to help and feel like I'm I'm not, you know, getting anywhere is I just mm-hmm. realized the Lord's patience with me, uh, his patience with others. And I realized that the Lord is working in a thousand, probably a million ways that I don't see. He's working, he's coordinating circumstances in ways that I have no idea about. So yeah. he's always working in ways that you don't know. So this kind of burden that this person feels um Remind yourself that the Lord loves this person more than you do. The Lord is responsible. The Lord will mm-hmm. sanctify them. The Lord will be faithful to them. He will complete his work. And he is working in countless ways that mm-hmm. you don't even know about. Yeah, uh, so I find that very encouraging. That's but good. this is a real problem. What, what he or she is talking about, mm-hmm. I can relate with this. Yeah. Rob, do you have any thoughts on that? I, I just, I can relate exactly what uh, Craig's saying here. And, and the the statement in, in, in the question is that, you know, I'm feeling burdened. And so what, what do I preach to myself when I'm burdened? And just like you say, Craig, when I'm aware of it, it, it's, it takes some times before I realize, Oh, I'm, I am burdened. Sometimes you're not even aware that you're burdened. You're just worried. Your mind's racing. You're thinking about a thousand different things. You're thinking of all the things that you need to do to sort of affect change in another person. Mm -hmm. And that's overwhelming you. So you just start spinning down this cycle of worry and anxiety. And I think when you, when you catch yourself in that sort of spin cycle mm-hmm. of, of anxiety. Spin cycle. One thing that I, I have to do when I preach to myself, you know, sometimes, um, sometimes it's as simple as that verse in first Peter that says, cast your cares yeah, on the Lord good. because mm-hmm. he cares for you. Yeah. So I have to catch myself and, and literally do that. I have to confess my burden. I have to say, God, I am overwhelmed with this. I am burdened by this. I confess that to you. And I cast my anxieties upon you, and I believe that you care for me. So here it is, Lord. You know, I, I, I try to be as open and honest about that as possible. This is what I'm burdened by. I am trying to, uh, you know, affect change in this person, and I'm, I, I, it's not uh, successful. I, right. I'm tr- I want to see this happen, and it's not happening, and I'm worried about that, or I feel 
overwhelmed by that. And so I try to be as specific as I can mm-hmm. in casting my burdens upon the Lord. You know, that's what Psalm 55 uh, says, cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. That's pretty, pretty amazing promise. As sure I is. cast my burden on the Lord, he's glorified by it because he's shown to be strong uh, in right. my weakness. And then as I cast my burden on him, I'm sustained. He sustains me in, in that. So yes. uh, that's the main thing. I try to be as specific as I can. And sometimes it's really hard to do. Sometimes it's like, I can't even figure this all out, Lord, but I cast this burden yeah, upon you. That's good. That's yeah, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Well, great question. And um, may, yeah. the, may the Lord help us. Now, yeah. it, a little bit of a transition while you're talking about that, Rob. This person was just talking about, you know, feeling burden for people that they uh, are responsible for their spiritual well-being. And I mm-hmm. thought just as a transition question, um, how does that relate to the subject of adoption? And particularly for you're an adoptive uh, dad. Is that the right adjective? Adoptive dad? You're not an know. adopted. I think you so. weren't adopted. Yeah. You're, you're adoptive. You're a dad who adopted. Adoptee? I'm not, I'm not yeah. sure what, um, what the phrase is. But, but yeah. anyway, uh, mm-hmm. so how does this, how does this, is this something that's common for parents who, perhaps adopt that these are some of the ways that maybe they could feel, especially if they adopt or foster yeah. a child, maybe that um, they didn't get at birth, they didn't start caring yeah. for at birth. Maybe the child's been through some yeah. some stuff, you know, yeah. uh, some cha- uh, some real, uh, maybe they've been um, through trauma, various kinds of real difficult circumstances. And uh, sometimes a parent might want to yeah. bring change and bring comfort and feel like, what do I, I do? Know, I can't. Do. Yeah, can yeah. I, I mean, this yeah. happens with uh, biological kids as well, obviously. But yeah. Yeah. but that's not what we were talking about Sunday. So, yeah, I think all parenting. Uh, I mean, all, all we can all relate to this. Uh, parenting teaches us of, of how <laughs> how weak we are and how how unable we are to exactly to quickly right. solve things that we are. Uh, we suddenly learn our dependence upon the Lord, really, right. in all mm. aspects of parenting. At least that's that's what I've discovered. Uh, but it is true that in adoption, I've I've experienced things where uh, I'm coming up against a challenge, and I don't know I don't know what to do. Literally, I, I don't know uh, what the next step is. I don't know how to think about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know who to turn to. Mm-hmm. I don't know who has the answers. I don't know the the book to read or the expert yeah. mm-hmm. to reach out to. I don't know what to do. Uh, and so I have to turn to the Lord. And mm-hmm. so. Um, you know, early on in, especially in, in parenting our adopted, uh, son, he wouldn't have any problem with me telling you this. Um, yeah, we, we ran into some situations where we just didn't know what to do or where to turn. And, uh, what is comforting is that you can always turn one place to the Lord. You can always turn to the Lord, which can sound kind of proverbial and kind of the church answer, but it is, it it may be the church answer, but it is, it is the answer. Exactly right. It is the answer. And, uh, and, and it, it taught us, uh, to be dependent on the Lord. And then sometimes, uh, it, it taught us to, to pray ahead of time for, for situations that we could anticipate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could anticipate going into a situation where we don't know what, uh, what's going to happen here. Uh, so we're going to cast this burden on you, Lord, because mm-hmm. you care about us. Uh, and some really good parenting advice that we heard uh, I think from somebody in this church early on was um, that don't forget that that God loves your kid more than you love your kid, mm-hmm. and that was uh, surprising and something that we had to 
sort of preach to ourselves and mm-hmm. remind ourselves over and over again. Uh, and that's true of all of our kids, but, but yes. in, in terms of talking about adoption, uh, yeah, we, uh, we loved our child so much. Um, and, and just to know that God loves this child more that's so comforting. Uh, was was uh, was really helpful to us. Mm. It still is. Still, mm. we still live off that truth to this day. It's really good. It was a great message. Yeah, I, I really um, appreciate yeah, it. it was, man. Thank you so much for yeah. that. And you finished off kind of kind of finishing things with some points of application. And so, yeah. I was wondering, would you be willing to kind of walk through some of those applications with us here and kind of lay that out for us? Yeah, I think uh, the you know how how the how I wanted to just leave the message was just encouraging folks in this truth of adoption that if you are in Christ, if you put your faith in Christ, uh, you are loved as an adopted son or daughter of God. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how, how we all come into the kingdom. No, nobody comes in with, with, uh, the DNA of, uh, <laughs> of God. Uh, we, we come in by virtue of adoption yeah. and, and by virtue of a transaction paid at the cross and through faith alone in Jesus. And in that place, we are sons and daughters of God. So we are justified and we are in Christ. Um, and that legal, uh, what we talked about was that adoption is both legal and loving. It, it has to have both. It has that legal aspect of it, mm-hmm. but then it's, it's, uh, it also has this loving family aspect of it. Yeah. And so you've been chosen and adopted and brought in and a transaction has been paid. And if that's all happened, no matter what's going on in your life right now, you are fiercely loved by mm. a father mm. who cares about you and cares yeah. about all that you're going through. It's not as though he cares from a distance. Yeah. He's, he draws close to us That's good. and loves, loves us intimately, just like we love our kids and we draw close to them yeah. uh, whenever they're in need. I mean, Jesus used language like this. Which, which one of you fathers, if you have a kid that's mm-hmm. crying out for something or wants something, would give him something awful like a snake or right. whatever it was that he said? So he's, he's using dramatic language yeah. to say, you know, you being evil, you would never treat your kids this way. And yet we project that image onto a loving father who cares so much much mm-hmm. about us. Yeah. Uh, yet we don't go to him. We, we, we hold off things from him. We, we think he's stingy or we think we, he doesn't want to hear us or mm-hmm. hear, hear about our concerns. Or we got to clean up before we come talk mm-hmm. to clean him. Clean up before yeah. we go to our father. And, and, uh, and, and Jesus is, is, uh, is, has to literally teach us about the heart of the father and mm-hmm. about the way that he is and about his character. And that's, he does that in the prodigal uh, the story of the prodigal son and so many other places. Um, but, but we, we need to be reminded of that because, you know, we, uh, our hearts harden and, and, uh, we, we begin to think that God is like us, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, yeah. we just need the truth to remind us of, of who our father is. That's really good. That's yeah. really good. I feel like there's a temptation in, in, I mean, in my heart, I don't know about you guys, but probably a lot of other people too, where we just kind of see, there's a kind of a disconnect between how we see Jesus and how we see yeah. you know, God, the father, yeah. you know, Correct. sometimes yeah. I think that, you know, I, I remember times when I was, I was a little kid and you know, it's a Sunday church is over and you're like hoping like a friend could come over after church yeah. and hang out. And so you go to your dad and you're like, Hey, can so-and-so come over? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, no. 
And you're like, well, I kind of already told him that they could. And he's like, oh, all right. And so like, you know, I'm the one who really wants to hang out with them. But my dad begrudgingly says yes. And somehow that's like how we view Jesus and and God the Father as though, you know, Jesus just really loves us and really wants us into the family. And, you know, he just he kind of pushed things forward to a point where the father just couldn't say no. But the father's still really upset and hates our sin and doesn't really like us. But, you know, it's just this weird disconnect. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, that's, right. that's true. But we see in Galatians that it's when the fullness of time came, God sent forth his son. Mm-hmm. You see the father, father, the father taking the initiative. Now they're, yeah. in, they're in total cooperation on this. The yeah. son right. is lovingly being sent, but the father is lovingly sending the son. Yeah. And so it's, yeah. uh, uh, they're working together in, in yeah. the uh, act of redemption. Yeah. Rob, so was it that point you were making that, that first application where you talked about some resources or you mentioned, Hey, there's, there's some things we could talk about. I know you and I offline talked about some resources. Uh, I can't remember if you mentioned them in the sermon, if you mentioned any, yeah, or was that a different uh, point? I'm sorry. I didn't mention them, uh, but, uh, but I can, I can share. Please do. Yeah. If somebody wants to learn you. more, because I think most of us do feel deficient, uh, in yep. experiencing the love of the father and, uh, the, the, you know, especially solid Protestant, solid Orthodox Protestants are really big and you did both, but are really big on justification. Right. So the legal right. ramifications, which are so important that we're declared righteous, uh, based on what Christ has done so important, but sometimes we right. do the, the legal thing and miss the relational picture adoption yeah is legal as well. There's a legal adoption, but it's much more the relational picture mm-hmm. of not the du- judge declaring us righteous, but the father welcoming us with open arms into his forever family, you know? Right. Right. Um, I can't remember why I was talking about all that, but at any rate, so that I, I just felt like that was, uh, I, I thought you had both in there really in a really helpful way. Mm-hmm. And so for the person who may say, you know, maybe I feel a little bit like uh, I want to learn more. I want to learn more about what the scripture has to say. And I want to benefit, really benefit relationally from nearness to the father. Really, you need to understand the biblical doctrine of adoption. That, right. That's really what it right. is, right? How, how, what are some resources to learn about that? Uh, there are, there's a lot of, of really good resources out there. Some some books that would be really helpful if you struggle um, with the concept. Well, there's a lot of different concepts that that intersect this the biblical doctrine of adoption. You, you mentioned justification sure. and and um, all. There's a lot of things, but but when you uh, when you just look at it from the angle of adoption, here's a couple. Uh, Russell Moore's written a book called Adopted for Life, which mm. is outstanding. Um, that's really about adoption, but it, it makes applications to, um, uh, to his own adoption journey. And he, he, he talks about adoption in Christ, but then kind of how does that, how does it affect how we should think about foster care and adoption? So that's really, really good. Um, the more theological work on that is, uh, children of the living God by Sinclair Ferguson. Mm-hmm. That's really good. I know you've talked about theological, that one, but simple. It's really but accessible. Simple. I mean, it's, it's a, I yeah. read that I use it as a devotional at a season of my life where I just read a little bit each day. So it yeah. is, it, it's, yeah. it, it's, he's a great writer, clear, concise, but it, it, it certainly is. Uh, it's not probably the first book I'd hand someone who's never read any Christian literature, but it, yeah. it's success. It's certainly accessible. Yeah. Mm. Here's a couple more I would recommend. Um, Michael Reeves book, delighting in the Trinity. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, just those, that, that, that title is provocative, you know, yes. just to think about the Trinity, yeah. something that's so densely yeah, theological yeah. and yet delighting in. Mm-hmm. And so you've got this love and, um, 
difficult truths. So, and but that talks about the nature of the Godhead and yeah. about the, the relational components of that. And yeah. so that's how we understand God is love is the yeah. way that uh, the Father's relating to the Son and the Son's relating to the Father. And that's the a great Spirit, one. Uh, interacts with that. So. Delighting the Trinity is one. Union with Christ is one, and it mm-hmm. handles adoption really well in that book by Rankin Wilborn. Am I saying that word? Yeah, right? Rankin, Rankin Wilborn, I think. Yeah. Uh, that was, I forget what year that came out. That was my favorite book that year, though. Yeah, very good, Whatever very good year book. that was. Yeah. Maybe 2016 or something. Great book. And a, and a personal favorite of mine, I have to bring this up, is uh, Sam Storm's book, The Singing God. Mm. Yeah. The Singing God, which is, is also Is that about God singing over his people? What, that's what a, is that? That's a, uh, that is an entire book. Um Dedicated to Zephaniah chapter three, oh, that wow. that, uh, that passage about how he quiets you in his love and uh, and sings over you, and mm. uh, which is just a, a, an astounding passage of scripture. And sure Sam is. Storms does a marvelous job. And I haven't done this recently, but there was a, a season of my life where I would try to read that book once a year. Oh wow! Just the beginning of the year in January. Um, just to kind of get my head right in, in mm. terms of my thinking yeah. about the the heart of God, the, the the way that I should think about God as a father. So uh, in that, I, in, in really honestly, just frankly, uh, if you struggle with the idea of God's love for you, doing a deep dive into yeah. this topic would be really, really helpful for you. That's so good. grabbing one of those books... And just saying, I'm not going to get out of this book. I'm not mm-hmm. going to le- leave this topic until I get closer to this, mm-hmm. until I um, I start to feel the way I'm supposed to think about this topic. Yeah. I would just say, stay right here. Stay right there. That's good. Don't, don't move on. That's Camp a good challenge. Hey, Jared. Yeah. Do we have show notes, like really professional podcasts? Say, we'll <laughs> it, put it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. show the, notes. Yeah, yeah. We can do that. Yeah. Can we put all of these book references sure. in the show notes? Yeah. Why not? Or should we just email our three wives? <laughs> that's a listening audience. <laughs> should we just shoot them a text? Just say, hey, Michelle, text your wives. Michelle, Ginger, and Sarah. I know you didn't hear the podcast, but this is what I recommend. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, no. Yes. I just know, like, really professional. I, I hear people say that it'll be in the show notes. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I've always wanted to yeah, say that. Yeah, I we've tried it before. And actually, there was a there was a setting in the hosting that, that Tim changed Blame it to on make Tim. it to make it work so oh, we can do it now Tim. yeah okay yeah i'm crediting him so Thank this you, is Tim. Gonna, this is going to be in the show notes these uh, yeah. these uh whatever four yeah, or five books that he recommended yeah, and for sure. I, I think rob is so right when we <clears throat> it's one thing to say well i feel distant from god i've never really felt the love of god mm-hmm. i had a bad relationship with my earthly father growing yes. up yes yeah. there's right, a lot right, of things right, right. that i just don't get this concept you know there's a yeah. lot of things that we can say maybe we feel a deficit uh, coming into this, but the, none of us have to say there. As we read the scripture, and as, especially the books he recommended, is we're able to go to people who have um, studied this out in the scripture and have the ability to communicate it in an understandable way. There's no reason any of us have to stay feeling distant from right. God, yeah. questioning the love of God. All of us, God designed us to uh, th- and and gives us the message of the scripture that we may be secure in his yeah, love and right, growing yeah. in it and mm. relishing it. So uh, I think this is very hopeful yeah. um, 
for, for all of us. And so maybe look at the show notes and uh, maybe pick something out. Maybe there's a couple yeah. of Christmas gifts on there, a couple of yeah, gifts for sure. that time of year. Yeah, I was going to say, Rob, I, I like that challenge of if you've historically struggled with this or maybe even even if you haven't struggled with sure. the, maybe this area, this could mm-hmm. be a, a really cool place of study for you. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I sometimes have done in the past is if there's a topic that's been on my mind that I really want to kind of do a deep dive in, I'll just say like for this next year, I'm going to pick out like, you know, 10 books or, you know, or Mm -hmm. just a, a, uh, maybe a topic that I want to, I want to know more about, or I want to, you know, one year I did the Trinity. I read, you know, that one by Michael Reeves and a few other books. Maybe this could be something Mm -hmm. for, you know, this could be one of those topics for someone out there of, you know, the new year's coming up and that's always a good time to just kind of refocus. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I, fully believe that God gave us the seasons to help us just remember, you know, time is short. Our lives don't go on forever, but we do have kind Mm -hmm. of moments of just feeling like we have a fresh start for this new year. Maybe this is a good time to dive into a topic like this. So, uh, Rob, thank you so much for that list of resources. I will definitely add them to the show notes for our listeners. And, uh, just thank you for your time, man. And thank you for preparing so well for Sunday and, uh, is just so helpful. And it's so important too. I mean, uh, you know, we took a break from first Thessalonians and just to dive into this topic of adoption. And, Mm. uh, I think you just did a really great job. So thank you. Thank you. And yeah, also thank you. Yeah, you did a great job, Rob. So, and Rob prepared that on a short week. We had a little uh, thing we had to do uh, as, yeah. a, as a team out of town. So he had a short week and just did a great job on it. And yeah. you know, the other thing that was encouraging to me, it was Orphan Sunday. If folks weren't there listening. So it wasn't just, it would always be appropriate to preach appropriate to preach on adoption, but there was a reason. Yeah. Um, but I also just heard people did a great job uh, getting the, I forget what you call it, but the angels on the Christmas mm-hmm. tree to buy a gift oh, for yeah, someone. Yeah. I heard that went really well. Mm. I don't know all the details, but oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. I heard that went really well. And on that, Rob, was that a one week deal or they can still do that? Like this Sunday, can you still? You can still it, do it. Uh, unless the, the they're table. all, unless they're all taken, but I don't think that they, okay. They so somebody can are. still, if you weren't there, we just did, you could get a gift for a kid. Is it a kid in foster is what it is? Or uh, you gave an example of someone aging out. Yeah, of the, we, we partnered with, uh, embrace Texas, okay. which is, um, a, a foster, uh, a local foster care ministry. And so through them, we got a bunch of needs and, um, of, of actual, uh, kids in foster care. Okay, and great. So, and so that drive is going to go on for several weeks. I can't okay. remember the exact Sunday that, okay. we, that we said. Well, you're good this stop. Sunday. Come yeah. come ready to uh, right. give a gift. So th- th- it was great to have that practical application. So we had a biblical message, a theological theme of adoption, a fantastic testimony from yeah. the Carmens. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then a practical mm-hmm. opportunity to yeah. go and, and serve immediately. So mm-hmm. that's a great Sunday. Yeah, it was. was good. We didn't have Krispy Kreme. That was two weeks ago. But other than that, that was the only thing missing <laughs> Sunday. Well, that Krispy made that Kreme week a there. good Sunday too. It did. Yeah. Did you like that? We, I liked it. Yeah, I thought I had, it was good. I had one uh, and it was who, delicious. Who wouldn't like a donut? How many did you have, Rob? I think I actually, this is crazy because I love donuts and I love Krispy Kreme. 
but I had multiple meetings after the services and I, I could not, I didn't get a donut. No, oh, wow. a single one. Yeah, Man, it did I feel like a busy Sunday. One. It was a busy, we yeah. were welcoming new members. Yeah. yeah. There was, there were actually, I didn't get to have any like when they were first out fresh. Oh. So it was actually oh. in the middle of you preaching when my daughter decided she needed to freak out. So I was holding her, yeah. patting her back and walking around. This is the, a baby daughter for listeners who don't know. Yeah. This is not like uh, older than, <laughs> yeah, <that's> a, <laughs> than two months. Well, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> my 16 year old daughter. Yeah. I was patting her back. Uh, yeah, no. Clarifying. So gotcha. I was walking around and there was a plate of them still out in the lobby. And I was just like, wow. I'm going to have one of those donuts. You could have microwaved it. I had a moment. Yeah. No, microwave Krispy no, Kreme is okay. not the same that's, as That's probably Krispy an opening Kreme. for another day and a much better topic than Star Wars, I would say. <laughs> donuts. But uh, oh, I'm sorry to end on us. This would be a good discussion topic. <laughs> yeah. uh, the best donuts? donuts in Texas. There are a lot of good yeah. donuts around here. All right. Yeah, we'll have to do that sometime. Another time. All right, cool. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you for being here, Rob and yes. Craig. Thank you for, as always, for taking time out of your week. And uh, yeah, if you guys have any sermon-related questions, feel free to text them into 469-573-2920, or feel free to reach out on email at podcast at gracechurchfrisco.org. We actually got an email in. I don't know if I forwarded that to you no. or not. We got one. They had some cool thoughts for us, so okay. uh, some, maybe some extra parts of the show that we could start doing that could be okay. interesting. Uh, so we can talk about that, but loved hearing from, uh, from that listener and uh, and looking forward to more emails and whatnot. So we'll uh, we'll do another podcast next week. I'm looking forward to it. Craig, Rob, you guys have a great night. All right. Thank you. All you right. Too. See you guys. Bye-bye.